Do you want to date and marry well? Do you want to find a forever partner with a fairy tale love story? We're two crazy people following Christ blindly in faith and trusting that he will lead us to the path of a love story or castrated by him. So stick around and we might just give you the secret to probably the second everlasting love story. So, yes. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Channel Level Christian Millennial Podcast for the Single Diaries series and so today we are joined by, I have a guest with me and yes, I'll just let them introduce ourselves. <laughs> well, hi everyone, my name is Nelson Kashehe, uh, a good friend I hope <laughs> to Abigail and uh, I'm glad to join you today to discuss uh, this very interesting topic, mm-hmm. especially in our day and age, yeah. where there are very many different perspectives of the same. <laughs> well, you're welcome. We are honored to have you. And so, uh, today, our topic for today is godly dating. And yeah, there's a lot to talk about godly dating. So, I'm just going to let my otherwise very good friend <laughs> start us off. <laughs> That's a very interesting topic, mm-hmm. um, and I think when you mentioned the topic to me, uh, mm-hmm. I thought, uh, of course, the first thing that you you think about dating and <laughs> and when you put God into that mm-hmm. sentence, mm-hmm. Now that things flash in your mind, especially the things concerning premarital sex. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, when when you think about godly dating, uh-huh. uh, you want to look at dating and how it can be pleasing in God's eyes. Uh-huh. So, uh, I think when you want to pursue godly dating, uh-huh. uh, what you want to do first is start from within and look at your how how your life, how you live your life first, and uh, what your intention is when it comes to dating. Yeah. So I think the first and foremost thing is. Uh, who are you as a person, mm-hmm. and uh, what intention do you have when dating? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. dating ultimately should lead you to marriage. Yeah. So that is the sort of mindset that ideally you should have when dating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, currently, in what we have in our society, dating means a lot of things to a lot of people. <laughs> I think we can both speak witness to that. Yeah, yeah. Having experienced <laughs> uh, different dating lives, I uh-huh, think, or uh-huh. maybe not, not really different, but uh, prolonged dating lives. lives but, but, uh, yeah. but with uh, different intentions, uh-huh. or uh, or with the uh, with the right intention, but the wrong mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like right mindset, wrong relationship. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are there are there are certain things that you have to get right for you to mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. really pursue it in in a way that will uh, lead you to a to 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 a function of marriage. Yeah, uh, yeah. A marriage as, mm-hmm. as it was intended. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing that comes to mind for me with godly dating is honoring God, and. 
Yeah, with the mention of premarital sex, of course, that comes into play because, as he has said, <laughs> nowadays when you think about dating, the first thing that comes to mind is sex. Okay, so we, uh, it's a typical way of experimenting whether you're compatible with this person or you're not, and everything else falls to the back seat. And the first thing everybody thinks about is how compatible are we sexually and not how compatible are we in the eyes of God. Like, do we honor God the same way? Do we honor uh, ourselves the same way? Do we honor other people the same way? And so once we start thinking along the lines of sex, that definitely blurs out everything else. And so most of the times, when if we were to remove sex in such a relationship, there would be nothing left. And so with godly dating, I think, without, or since you're dating without sex, because godly dating definitely honors God, since you're dating without sex, that definitely brings everything else on the table and you're able to be intentional with what you do. You're able to understand who you are as an individual and also understand your partner. And also, there's a lot of other things that you grow in and because you, you definitely have to find different ways of getting intimate that do not involve physical activities and yeah so that's an interesting one yeah so uh, my thoughts on so is with regards to dating mm -hmm. is that uh, as, as, as you are approaching dating first of all mm -hmm. uh, you should ensure that uh, personally that uh, you 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 are living a virtuous life, yeah. and uh, yeah. you are fostering your relationship with God, mm -hmm. and basically, <laughs> as you can remember the <laughs> the interesting uh, let me call them talks or shows yeah. shared as uh -huh. regards to uh, are you are you who uh -huh. the person you're looking for is looking for? Yeah, yeah. So it starts from within, like uh, you first become mm -hmm. the person mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. The, that ideal partner, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. now you start seeking that other person yeah, and yeah, the qualities sure. that mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. you, after discovering who you are mm -hmm. and what you value mm -hmm. and how your relationship with God is, yeah. then you start looking for that other person. And yeah. You'll be able now to, you will gain that clarity of discerning mm -hmm. is this other person right for me mm -hmm, with regards mm -hmm. to their values mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what they. What they what they hold important, mm -hmm. uh, their faith, mm -hmm. how they mm -hmm. run their life. Yeah, yeah. So with that, starting from that point, now you get you you gain some clarity, mm -hmm. and uh, also to do with premarital sex. Yeah. If you're dating now without sex, now mm -hmm. you see now you're very very conscious about mm -hmm. getting to know that other person, yeah. which ideally is the the goal of dating, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're getting to know that other person yeah. so that now you can decide is this person mm -hmm, mm -hmm. someone I want to pursue yes. marriage with mm -hmm. or do I let them go because we are basically not compatible yeah, based yeah. on how I've come to know them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think from that starting point then, now you can proceed to, if you decide this other person is a person I want to marry mm -hmm. and they also feel the same way about you. Now you can work on growing the relationship mm -hmm. and uh, working towards marriage and now living, living that uh, fulfilling marriage yeah. life. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So on that point of not having your mind clouded uh, because of premarital sex, it also helps you avoid uh, staying in situations or in relationships longer than 
you have to, not really need to, but longer than you have to because uh, within the first couple of interactions, you're able to determine whether this is someone you want to to build a life with or they're not. And so I think without the premarital sex in play, that really, really helps you avoid so many sticky, tricky situations and sticky situations as well. And so, yeah, definitely gives you a clear direction on what you yeah, want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I believe we've had our fair share of situations and clouded yeah. moments. Yeah, very sticky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think uh, all we can say is thank mm -hmm. God for the grace of yeah. like opening our eyes mm -hmm. and our minds to yeah. to the truth. Mm -hmm. and Sure. It's something about the truth. Once you learn the truth, mm -hmm. like you can you cannot unlearn. You mm -hmm. can ignore mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. but <laughs> you can never go back. That is so true. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you you once you know the truth, the only way is forward. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because uh, you realize that the only way, only way is is through really. Oh yeah, it's true. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so on that point of learning the truth, I remember I I am not sure what but they say that once you taste the truth everything else everything else that is in the world becomes disgusting to you and there's so much truth in that yeah yeah there is there is for sure because at that point like if learning the truth all you want to, all you want to do is just honor god because i think it gets to a point and you just feel um you're not exactly unworthy but you just feel so unworthy of thinking about how Christ died on the cross for you and you're just like, okay, if Christ could lay down his life for me, why am I living a life that does not honor him? Why am I living a life that just brings so much sadness to his heart? Yeah, I think even to that point now, mm -hmm. you come to realize even what love really is yeah. about mm -hmm. because love is not really, it's not just about sentiment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love, love really is about sacrifice. Yeah. And even uh, in a certain verse, uh -huh. chapter, <laughs> it talks uh -huh. about there is no greater love than, than this, than yeah. that person lays down his life for mm -hmm. his friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you see, that is like the greatest sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you come really to now see, see it actually unfolding in mm -hmm. front of your eyes, mm -hmm. even the death of Jesus mm -hmm. on the cross, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. was the greatest act of love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you realize even when you look at how your family life is, where you've been brought up, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, once you, you know, as a child, you really don't know the sacrifices you, 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 your parents make. But it's so but true. you see, when you come, like, now to, let's say, at our age now, mm -hmm. and, some, and your parents now start disclosing some things mm -hmm, to you, and mm -hmm. you get to understand how things work, yeah, and you, yeah. you realize how much sacrifice mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. they, they do on their own part for, for your benefit. Yeah. And you realize that. That, that, that is an act of love and it's mm -hmm. such a great act of love. Mm -hmm. And now looking at it uh, from this dating perspective, yeah. you see, I think uh, majority of us get into relationships, you see, when you think of love, you think of very nice things, <laughs> comfortable things, happiness, mm -hmm. joy all the mm -hmm. time. You, mm -hmm. you don't really think of it like negatively, like uh, yeah. the disagreements you may have. Mm -hmm or uh, the inconveniences it mm -hmm. may cause to you, or how much uh, certain things about that other person annoy you, mm -hmm. and you have to understand them and mm -hmm. approach them with that love. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of understanding and that is needed for, yeah. for dating to really work. Yeah. And uh, 
and it has to go both ways. Uh -huh. But you see, it doesn't have. Uh, you don't demand love. Uh -huh. You can only give it. Uh -huh. uh, in that sense, I mean that. Uh, let's say we are dating. Yeah. Uh, when you are dating, like what you really, ideally, what you should really be thinking about is how can I be able to offer myself mm -hmm. up to mm -hmm. this other person? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't really, you shouldn't really have that mindset. Although yeah. the temptation is there mm -hmm. and it will happen. Mm -hmm. It will yeah, happen that you sure. think, what am I getting from this other person? <laughs> how, are they, how are they adding value to me? Yeah. Or how are yeah. they helping me out? Mm -hmm. But rather it should be more of how can I help this person? Mm -hmm. Because now you'll be able to, to add value even mm -hmm. to their strengths mm -hmm. and help them out on their weaknesses because you'll mm -hmm. be able to like uh, to be able to to correct them in a in a loving manner mm -hmm. to be able to support them in, in what they do in the strengths that they okay. have mm -hmm. and uh, there's that there's that gentleness in that mm -hmm. in that kind of love mm -hmm. when it's all about sacrifice when you're not thinking about yourself you're thinking about that other person yeah yeah, as they call it, the, the agape kind of love. Uh -huh. <laughs> you love beyond yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so I also think that nowadays when we think about love, it's from a very selfish perspective, as you said. And we're only thinking about, okay, what is that other person giving me? And so with us being humans and our brokenness, of course that doesn't just go away it just doesn't come automatically that okay so i need to give and not think much about what that other person is giving me and it's in a way sanctifying you but you don't look at it that, like that because honestly we are broken and so many other times we don't realize that we're looking for love uh, but then uh, to actually experience love true love true unconditional love uh, God has to be present because God is love and so even throughout the dating the entire dating process you always don't look up to a fellow human to give you an example of love just look at what did God do he gave us his son what did Christ do he laid down his love his life for us and that is the definition of love that is perfect love and I think we constantly have to remind ourselves that that is the kind of example of a love that we we need to look up to because it's perfect it's pure and it's not as broken as us because at some point we're going to make mistakes and we're going to do things in a way that you don't want and that's going to hurt you and that's okay but like we have to remember that this person is as broken as i am and they cannot offer me perfect love i have to look up to christ for that perfect love and look up to him as an example of how i need to love this other person even with their brokenness that's so true. I think I like that point so much <laughs> because uh, I think that's uh, something else that uh, you should always have in mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all have that brokenness mm -hmm. in us mm -hmm. and uh, you have to be aware that this other person is not a perfect human being. Yeah. That they also have their own struggles mm -hmm. and their own shortcomings. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that's true. And they cannot, they will, they will, they will, they will never be there will, there will always be those moments that yeah. they will disappoint you. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw something that uh, was talking about uh, you have first to, to always rely on God. You mm -hmm. have to allow God to love you mm -hmm. because it is from that love that we are able to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to love others yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that unconditional sort of way. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, you also realize that uh, you yourself have 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 things that you're dealing with have yeah. that brokenness mm -hmm. within you, mm -hmm. and uh, you will you you will struggle with mm -hmm. loving this other person mm -hmm. in that sacrificial self-giving kind yes. of way. Yeah, but uh, it is a it is a it is a good struggle to have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once you have already. Dated in the right way and discerned mm -hmm. that yeah. that is yeah. the right person that you want to get mm -hmm. married mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. Once you're married, you will you will uh, you will have those struggles, but mm -hmm. you will be you will be grateful for God's grace, mm -hmm. which will enable you to go through those struggles. Yeah, in a, yeah. In a in a Christly manner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call it that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, you realize that you have to really allow God into your life mm -hmm. to guide mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. to guide you in that whole process yes yeah of understanding who you are mm -hmm. knowing yourself mm -hmm. and your values and, mm -hmm. and whatnot mm -hmm. and then getting to to date and mm -hmm. decide uh, mm -hmm. whether this, this is the right person yeah. to get married to mm -hmm. and now living that married life together yeah. and all that and i also think a very important aspect not aspect really a very important factor to consider in that in our godly dating is uh, being able to surrender everything to God because sometimes we meet this person and everything just feels so dreamy and it gets to a point where you forget that okay we need to honor God we need to glorify God through this relationship and it's so easy to get swallowed up in the emotions and uh, most of the times you'll find yourself starting to compromise especially if you don't stay grounded as an individual and also uh, as a couple you'll find yourself starting to compromise in so many areas and so the first thing I think that with that relationship something you should definitely be accountable to each other in the sense that you always have to come back together and be like is our relationship honoring God are we putting God uh, before everything else or are we putting our interests and our desires before everything else because as Matthew 6 33 says therefore seek first the kingdom of God and his justice and all those things shall be added to you as well and so when we stop seeking God's kingdom when we stop when we stop seeking God I think eventually everything else starts to fall apart because there's nothing really uh, concrete gluing it and so when we start to seek God, when we just allow God into that relationship and completely surrender to Him, He's able to give us way more than we could ever imagine because He's in the middle of it. He's guiding us. He's guiding our hearts. It makes it, makes it easy for, for a couple to actually forgive each other, to be able to just live in, uh, in love uh, because Christ is the center and he's the, he's the example as a couple. And also, it also helps you both to just... Uh, be on common ground whatever you talk about whatever you share and you stop compromising because you want to live in the right way you want to honor god through that relationship and you want to obey whatever god asks you to to do without thinking okay this is hard of course it's going to be hard but like you know it gets to a point and you're just like okay god i just want to like give this to you wherever it goes it's okay because probably you're not going to marry the first person you date in all honesty and so you'll be able to to know that and also you'll be able to love them as a brother or a sister such that even if that relationship does not get to the point that you want for it to get you'll be able to just freely let go and be like god it's okay i know this was not the man you had for me this was not the woman you had for me but i trust you yeah for sure for sure i think uh, 
on that point of compromise, mm -hmm. it's also very, very good when dating to to receive this other person mm -hmm. as who they are, yeah. and receive mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. truth in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because at times our infatuations can can misguide us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because now you can start uh, start bending the truth uh -huh. and uh -huh. seeing them according to how you imagine yeah. they are, yeah. or what you you would like them to change them to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you find you find yourself like uh, making excuses for, uh -huh. for 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 the kind of the kind of person they are. Yeah. that will affect how they do things, uh -huh. how they how they how they live out their life basically yeah yeah, yeah so I think when dating now uh, you need to have that to to really ask God for his grace mm -hmm. and to be able mm -hmm. to receive his grace mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to do it in the right way yeah. like uh, there has uh, the biggest issue for sure right <laughs> now is issue to do with intimacy <laughs> yeah that is so true uh -huh. it's not just it, and it's not just about uh, because there are different ways that people can actually it doesn't just happen like uh, yeah. uh, like from the blue and uh -huh. fall uh -huh. down <laughs> it starts <laughs> gradually with small small acts of affection uh -huh. so something else that you have to really be be keen on is boundaries yeah you have to For be sure. honest uh -huh. with yourself uh -huh. and know like uh, with regards to issues to do with intimacy mm -hmm. what are your boundaries yeah uh, like uh, you know if you like uh, if i can give an analogy of it's like walking at the edge of the cliff uh -huh. yeah so you know uh, doing certain things yeah. or being in certain situations mm -hmm. that for you is walking at the edge of the cliff uh -huh. so it's a sudden you yeah. definitely you chances of you falling are, uh -huh. are high uh -huh. at that point uh -huh. so you will know what to avoid and what not to mm -hmm. avoid the issue to do with boundaries as well extends not just on intimacy but yeah. also in in helping you decide whether that person really is someone who you want to get married mm -hmm. to or not mm -hmm. because now you'll be looking at uh, other values other than other than issues to do with intimacy yeah. you look at yeah. how they live their life mm -hmm. uh, what kind of uh, person they are yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and you will be able to know I have these certain boundaries when it comes to my faith. Mm -hmm. I have these certain boundaries when it comes to to how I relate with the others in mm -hmm. society. Mm -hmm. And if we don't, if we don't conform to the same mm -hmm. things, these are things that I can uh, probably uh, probably work on together mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. These are things that for me, I cannot I cannot compromise on. Mm -hmm. So now, you, from that point, now you can be able to be able to choose the right partner for oh, yourself, yeah. yeah. For sure, and on that point of intimacy, I'm just thinking, yes. for intimacy to be there, there has to be vulnerability. And so, I mean, <laughs> if you can like fully open yourself to somebody in a sexual way, uh, you have to also be able to just really make such an effort to be vulnerable with them when it comes to conversations, when it comes to so many other aspects, uh, taking away the physical aspect, because just like, how christ wants our relationship with him to be like he needs us he wants us to be vulnerable you know we, we are not perfect and we're going to go through so many things and we don't have to say when going when we're praying our prayers aren't perfect and 
God doesn't want to hear perfect prayers. He just wants to hear what's in your heart, what's in your mind. Okay, what are you struggling with? What are you happy about? It's always in the small things with God. It's always in the small things. And so when it comes to godly dating, uh, you have to be really, really put yourself out there because you're building something that requires trust. And without trust, there's no vulnerability. So that's definitely an area people need to work on. And I know I have really really had to put in a lot of work in, in terms of vulnerability but yeah. it's rewarding when you're able to come to connect with people on uh, outside uh, just uh, uh, beyond the surface <laughs> yeah beyond the surface yes yeah. beyond the surface so yeah i think it's it's beautiful yeah for sure and i think trust is a, is a very big issue mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to relationships mm-hmm. yeah. because uh, if you're not able to trust this other person mm-hmm then uh, you basically disconnect. It may not happen overnight, but gradually Yeah, that is so true. He gets that ball mm-hmm. rolling. Yeah. And, uh, for sure, like uh, intimacy like, plays a very big role in regarding affecting the trust yeah. for this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, you always have questions mm-hmm. in the background because yeah. uh, it's very uh, in the Catholic Church mm-hmm. like uh, for us like the purpose of sex yeah however hard a pill <laughs> it is to swallow uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah the purpose of sex is for for union marriage yeah. Yeah. and for procreation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. basically that is it. that yeah. is that is the purpose of sex <laughs> so once you remove these things from sex mm-hmm. it's it ceases to become what it what it was intended yeah, to be. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, we always think that it is it, is, it has no effect on mm-hmm. us, but mm-hmm. but at a subconscious level, mm-hmm. it, it always it's always in the back of your mind mm-hmm. because now if it's guided just by pleasure, yeah, there is always that that guilty feeling mm-hmm. in your conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, and 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 when done. Because there was a conversation <laughs> that was going on today, uh-huh. and uh, it was it was something about something in the lines of um, uh, like having a certain sin that you're yeah. struggling with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, it then becomes routine mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. it gets to a point that mm-hmm. you no longer feel bad about yeah, uh-huh, committing uh-huh, that sin. Uh-huh. And you see, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, yeah, uh-huh. it definitely happens that because sin does not happen like. Uh, Suddenly, yeah, just suddenly, yeah, yeah, yeah great. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's very gradual. It's yeah. that's, it's that's, if you, it's a chain of events. That's true. The same thing with like uh, even that sexual intimacy. Yeah. You have that guilty feeling at first. Mm-hmm. That, uh, <laughs> it, it starts going off. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. something I've noticed is uh, at some point you really feel such an emptiness inside. Yeah, you. that is so true. Such mm-hmm. an emptiness. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to fill you a certain void inside yes. of you, and it, you think that this thing will actually make you feel complete mm-hmm. or some sort. Yeah. And it's not just sex. Mm-hmm. It could be, it could be the form of that other person whom you're dating. Uh-huh. You think that they will, they will complete that yeah. as, that emptiness mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Once you start going into those 
it, that side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was in public school. Begins. It begins. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I find it like more often than not than we care to admit actually. Uh, sex loses meaning when we start getting involved in premarital sex and then we just find this whole different world where you can date somebody for a month and you know uh, break up with them and go on to the next person at that moment sex stops uh, being meaningful and uh, for someone like me who always thought that sex was so sacred it got to a point and I just didn't think sex meant anything like at all it was just like, okay, it, it just felt like such a tool because you see you with someone who doesn't really care about uh, committing to one person and it's just about, okay, having fun or whatever it was and just being with every other person, you know. And so at that moment, it just started questioning, okay, so what is sex about? And I, I have really had uh, to, to ask God to just help me heal from the sexual wounds because sometimes I keep thinking, okay, so when I start get married, I, so when I get married, then how will sex for me look like? How will it, how, will, how is it supposed to feel like, you know? And it's just these questions that keep coming up in my mind. And I can't really pinpoint because I don't understand sex in the context of being sacred. I don't associate sex with uh, a gift from God. I associate sex with more or less like a tool that people use to make themselves feel good or something. Yeah, yes, precisely, like a transaction. And so that's something I'm still healing from. And so, yeah, but it's it's been an amazing journey <laughs> to I just read about sex in that aspect as a gift from God. And I think it's, uh, it's very much so. That's, mm-hmm. It's communicated in that yeah. manner, mm-hmm. even in the society, yeah. the society is set up really. Yeah. No one really talks about sex being sacred, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. it's not really even talked about even in, when it comes uh-huh, to uh-huh. churches yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the message mostly is usually about abstinence. Yeah. but uh, I think uh, we don't really go deeper mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. understand uh, trying to understand what mm-hmm. sex is all mm-hmm. about, what it means, mm-hmm. and and I think it 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 even it, it even comes from. From 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 even the, you see, someone cannot really come and yeah. talk about something mm-hmm. if they themselves are not practicing it and they don't oh, believe true. it. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it gets it gets a little bit shaky. Yeah. But the Catholic Church has always been so so unchanging when it comes to <laughs> issues to do with the intimacy. Yeah. Like I remember, I had a I had a I've always had a difficult time mm-hmm. understanding why. Mm-hmm. Why, why the church is always against contraception mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because in my mind I'm like eh, well if there's no contraception then <laughs> that means you will you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're open to life yeah. you will get a lot of kids uh-huh, what uh-huh. if you don't have the money to sustain uh-huh, this number uh-huh. of kids yeah. so you, and, and then you come you come later to learn mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. chastity is practiced even in marriage yeah. not just in that is how you really offer yourself up to, to God, mm-hmm. even in your mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. There's so much depth in, in all this. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree, that I agree, yeah. Don't think even you can exhaust it from from like one session. <laughs> that is so true. It just requires a couple of different things. Totally different, but yeah. 
and so also on the aspect of of uh, being trust uh, trusting other people <laughs> yeah trusting other people you really need to heal from wounds because uh, growing up of course you have encountered so many different people you have had you have, you have had so many experiences most of which uh, some of which are not good and so that just deteriorates your trust in people and so uh, for you to actually start trusting people you have to heal you have to really just sit down with your feelings with your thoughts and everything else that you're feeling and identify where is this coming from or what can i do about it and you just need to let uh, god through the holy spirit heal you and allow you to open up yourself to life to open up yourself to people because god created relationships and by relationships it's not just about dating uh, it's relationships inclusive of friendships uh, and relations with family and you know all uh, the different kinds of relationships and so god created relationships and you cannot just close yourself off of those relationships because most of the times we really we really need people to to um thrive yes to thrive and so without trust you can't really have good connections with people because then what are you connecting with what what is your connection what common ground do you have with that other person and so yeah healing is definitely a very very important uh, part it plays an important part, part in trusting yeah for sure for sure it does and i think it, it, it's, it begins from the point of knowledge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you have really to 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 look within yourself and yeah. and uh, and first identify what mm -hmm. are these things that mm -hmm. that are that are issues that i have to deal with yeah. you have to accept that mm -hmm. these are issues that mm -hmm. you have yeah because if you don't accept that suddenly is an issue, then you won't, mm -hmm. you won't actively work on it. Yeah. yeah. And then from that point, then can you now start mm -hmm. really being conscious about the decisions you're making yeah. like, uh, with regards to trusting mm -hmm. someone mm -hmm. else? Yeah. Yeah. So you will be, when, when, when that situation arises where mm -hmm. you're questioning or you feel like uh, mm -hmm. a bit distrustful yeah. based, mm -hmm. on, based on how you how how the mm -hmm. trust issues you yeah, have yeah 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 you i think now you will be conscious and aware that mm -hmm, am i making mm -hmm. this decision mm -hmm. because of the fear that i have mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. or is this is this is, is this founded on the on actual reality <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> because yeah I, uh -huh. I think uh, fear is something that really paralyzes us that is true doing mm -hmm. a lot of things not even yeah. decisions mm -hmm. to do in mm -hmm. relationships but mm -hmm. even work-related issues, mm -hmm. like our social lives, mm -hmm. and, uh, in very many facets, really. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. And also, like, uh, uh, in terms of, yeah, thinking about whether it's your emotions, your issues, or reality, like, when you live too much in, in your head, it really distorts a lot of things because you start overthinking and you overanalyze a situation and that's not exactly what is happening there in reality. So, yeah. Yeah. And we're wrapping part one of Godly Dating right here. So join us next week for the second part of the second and last part of Godly Dating. And we hope you really enjoyed this session. And until next time, God bless.